Thank you for being here. Welcome to the Small Worlds Podcast, designed to explore frameworks of love, purpose, and connection. This is the thing, man, is, is, uh, love is, is, um, when, when, when you're in something really, really special and when you're really in there, that's all you really want to do. Yo, 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 welcome back to the Small Worlds Podcast. This is episode 15. We are in here. We are in a new apartment, new energy, great vibes. And hey, if this is your first time here, my name is Yanni. I use he and him pronouns from San Francisco, currently living in North Beach, and I am 23 years young. Those introduction remarks are a continuation of Mac Miller's interview from Selection that we brought up last episode. I know I didn't hit y'all with a reflection prompt at the start of last episode, but I got one for you now. And that is, how have you designed your current space to meet your needs in this moment? I want to talk about space today, specifically because I finally transitioned out of my old apartment. If you want more context with that, make sure you check out the previous episode. So I moved maybe like five blocks away from my old place because I knew I wanted to stay in this neighborhood. And again, being an educator, being a young person during this time, being very similar to the rest of the world who are really taking this COVID thing seriously, most of our life right now has just been indoors. Um, and I don't know how many people out there actually experience living by themselves, but I have essentially lived by myself throughout the whole pandemic. And for the majority of the time, I can honestly say I love it. If you really want a clear visual of where I moved from, feel free to check my YouTube channel out. You can just look up my name, Kenzo Yanni. Alaska's on YouTube, and you could find a video that says something like, I moved into a San Francisco North Beach apartment. So what I'm going to do for those who don't have a visual of my old space is kind of take you through what the space looked like. Essentially, the size of the space had the capacity to fit my bed, one table, and a couch. But everything was within a few steps of each other. I've referenced the book, The Minimalist Mindset, a couple times throughout this podcast, and initially I was very, very content with living and moving into that space, because living in such a confined space really made me think that I need to really physically get rid of things that are just taking up space, and during that time, I made a huge transition of cutting down the amount of clothes and fashion that I spent money on, and I was really happy with it. And after I made that mental and monetary shift, I started to think about the creative side of how I want to navigate my life during the pandemic, in addition to thinking about how I want to take care of my own well-being and also how I want to work because I'm working from home. So for at least more than half a year, I spent the majority of my day sitting at the same spot, sitting at the same desk. At that desk is where I ate my meal, I had my downtime to watch Netflix. 
the same space, the same seat, the same desk where I would Twitch stream and play video games for hours, and the same desk that I would also work the majority of the day at. I barely even found time to sit on my couch because I actually had to like turn my TV around to face my couch, which was kind of weird because there was really weird wiring in my apartment. My room only had one outlet, so I had to buy a really, really long power strip to make things work. And I was just like, wow, this is really tough to live in. And in terms of having a place to rest, it felt like it was very difficult to separate work from play. When I'm at my bed and just staring at the ceiling, I could see the desk. I can think about the work. I can't, I can't just distract myself. And oftentimes I spend my time outside exercising and I try to minimize my time outside as well because I should be staying at home given the shelter in place orders. And to close out this previous apartment recap, I didn't really have a kitchen, so my desk was also the place where I cooked my food, also the place where I made my coffee, and my fridge was so small that I didn't even know if it had the capacity to hold ice. So my coffee on most days was just hot, which was not a problem at all. I would say to tie a knot on all of this, I didn't even have my own bathroom. My spot was classified as an SRO, which is a single room occupancy, so it is essentially laid out like college dorms. And with that, I had shared bathrooms and also shared showers. I felt like I just needed privacy. I really just wanted and needed my own space, knowing that this pandemic wasn't going to go away anytime soon. Knowing that I'm going to continue to work from home, make this podcast from home, just pour all my creativity and have a really safe space to ideate from the place I would call my home. Here's also a very tiny asterisk, but I also fit a bike in that hella small space. Okay, so let's go talk about this new apartment. I am actually waiting for more furniture to come because I actually have space for furniture, which is hella dope. But similar to my previous YouTube video, I'm going to make a welcome video to this new apartment, taking whoever wants to get a virtual tour through the apartment, which I'm super, super stoked about. But until then, I'll give you sort of a vocal walkthrough of why this space is perfect for me during this time. The space itself already has one bedroom and a living room, which is already bigger than my old space. It's amazing. I honestly, this like having this place is a gift from God. And it's pretty obvious that this costs more than my old spot, but it wasn't too much of an additional cost of what I was paying for that really, really tight space I was living in. I'm blessed to have skylight windows, wooden ceilings, tall ceilings. My God, I love tall ceilings. Really beautiful carpet floor, a kitchen. I still have a mini fridge and I hope in whatever apartment I end up moving in, in the future, I finally get a real size fridge so I can actually hold and store ice and a multitude of groceries. But it's finally amazing to have a spot I could literally cook at. It finally means a lot that I have another room I could literally walk to, to just avoid work, to just escape from, from creating and all this productivity. It's great to have my own bedroom. 
a place to finally rest and and design and just be myself in and to feel like I still have space in here. It's great to still be in the neighborhood that was so new to me about a year ago and to to still have the opportunity to grow up in this neighborhood, take advantage of everything it encourages me to do in terms of swimming in the morning, doing my runs, doing my bikes, dancing at the local park. Everything is just so great. I'm like two blocks away from a Trader Joe's and a Safeway, a couple blocks away from an In-N-Out. I am literally living my dream at this moment. And it's a huge blessing because my family is still living in SF and they have already visited me in this apartment twice. A few more things. I finally have my own bathroom. So no one else is sharing this bathroom with me, which is amazing. And to top it off with this podcast, I know I mentioned it last episode, but I finally have a quiet space. My windows are soundproof. I think my walls are pretty good. So as I record this, I don't need to wait or pause for a bus or motorcycle to go by or for people who are like yabbering on this sidewalk to be quiet so I could record the next section. I finally have a space that meets my needs. And to be quite honest with you, I've been pretty stressed over the past week because I had to spend a lot of money on putting the security deposit down, on paying for, you know, new utilities, internet, etc., all those things that come with transitioning into a new spot. But after taking a moment to sit back and to be like, thank you, God, for at least giving me the opportunity to have a job that could allow me to live in a place like this, although I'm not rich or making hella money, I'm able to be in an environment that is able to cater to my creative side. It allows me to hopefully push more podcasts out, a place where I can just actually breathe better, a place where I can actually have people over safely, my family over, a place where I can just actually cook my food without having to move my work off a desk. It just blows my mind that I have the opportunity to be, to be here because I think the world knows it's almost impossible to find a solid deal in San Francisco, especially in a one-bedroom apartment. So if you couldn't tell already, this episode takes a toll and a deep reflection of what I've learned about myself throughout this past year. Connecting that to what I've learned about myself in college, I spent the majority of my weekends and even my mornings before class going to Phil's Coffee because I knew that thinking about my own sense of productivity and creativity always seemed to go well with new energy. So I loved Phil's because there was a balance between regulars and some amazing baristas that I was so happy to see almost all the time. I always went for a window seat if I had the opportunity or any seat that allowed me to have the perspective of looking outside. There's something about seeing movement, cars passing, leaves falling, people walking by, that just helps me stay focused. It also allows me not to think too hard. I think oftentimes during the pandemic, many of us may tend to overthink a lot. Maybe overthink about when this will be all over. Maybe think about the fact that we may have cabin fever because we've been in the same spot all day. Think about how much we want to hang out with our friends and maybe what our friends are doing and the fact that maybe we can't hang out with our friends and now we're in the circular 
way of thinking and we just can't get out of it. There's something about surrounding myself with an essence of new, I'll call it newity, that grounds me. That kind of reminds me that things continue to move on. And I'm lucky to have that here. Before I close out this episode, I want to keep it real with folks. I mean, I always keep it real, but this is me just adding more emphasis. I think throughout the past week, especially being in this new space, I've had really quick shifts of just feeling extremely joyful of of being in a space I can move in, right? Everything I've said in this episode. And then it feels like sometimes the switch just goes off and I actually feel really lonely. I miss being in a relationship sometimes. I miss my best friends. Most of them are not even in the Bay Area anymore. And I miss my family. Even though I get to see them, I don't get to see my older brother that much because he's in SoCal. But I think it's real just to say, you know, we, we miss people. And I think that's totally okay. I think that makes sense. And if there's one shift that I feel like I was able to really pinpoint that I have at least made for myself going from 2020 to 2021 is to tell myself anytime that switch kind of goes off and I feel those moments of loneliness, to not tell myself it's bad. To escape the good and bad binary and to, you know, associate good things with good things, but to associate that loneliness with just being real, that these are real feelings. I think about the movie Inside Out a lot because I think it's just the most prime example of why we need to see sadness as a real feeling and not a bad feeling. And when I was sitting on my bed last night during this, you know, three-day MLK weekend, kind of just bored, but also like, wow, I miss company. I just sat with it and let this be an invitation for whoever is listening to continue just to sit with everything you got because I think the more time that we take to sit with what we need to process the less time it will take for those feelings to move on to think about all these states all these cycles all these circles just continuing to revisit so when it comes up to not be too surprised but to be like oh here it goes again or oh this is cool and that's probably why coincidentally Mac Miller's last album is entitled Circles, because it's not the end. A deep state of reflection, a gift, a place for us to think about when this cycle repeats itself, what are we going to do the same, and what are we going to do differently? So before I wrap up this episode, I'm not going to leave you with a Mac Miller reference, but actually a Muhammad Ali quote that I stumbled upon on Instagram a couple days ago. And it reads, a man who views the world the same at 50 as he did at 20 has wasted 30 years of his life. You've heard on a previous episode that I talk about the joy of having a routine, but also the inevitable intuition to break that routine when the gut tells me to do so. I hope that as I learn more about myself in this new space, that my creativity evolves, my relationship with this world evolves. And I don't only wish that for myself, I don't only hope that for myself, I really hope that for all of us, that we continue to ask, to question, 
to seek answers, but seek more questions. So if you ever want to talk, just feel free to hit me up. You already know to find me, Yanni underscore Tsunami on Instagram. Follow the YouTube, follow my podcast if you are not already and you just stumbled upon this because I got more in the bag coming for y'all. But in the meantime, I'm going to go relax and watch this Warriors and Lakers game. Hopefully we win. This is the Small Worlds Podcast. I love you, Mac Miller. I love you, the listener. And I'll catch you next time. Peace.